You ever wonder what separates the dreamers from the doers, the six-figure earners from the seven, the millionaires from the billionaires? Yeah, well, so have I. And that's what we're going to talk about today because we're going to crack the code with a set of rules and ideas so compelling you are not going to want to miss a single beat. So stay tuned as we unravel the billionaire's blueprint to a legacy of wealth, wisdom, and winning against all odds. Hey there, audacious parents. Welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're not just about surviving, we're about thriving. If you're tuning in, you're not looking for just another feel-good, pat-on-the-back kind of show. No. You're here because you're ready to disrupt the status quo. You're ready because you're here to challenge your limits and to step out of the comfort zone where we know growth never happens. This is not just your average, let's all be happy with our nine to five lives kind of podcast. We're here to give you actionable strategies. We're here to dive deep into the world of side hustles, digital marketing, and smart income boosting tactics. Why you may ask? Because we're designed for parents like you, parents juggling family expenses, childcare, and the elusive me time. We're not just about making money though, we're about designing a life, a life that you dictate, not one that's been prepackaged in a soul-sucking 9-5 box. So, if you're ready to break free and design a life that aligns with your dreams, design a life that aligns with your family, you're in the right place. The Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another episode. I am your humble host, Tracy Brinkman, and we're going to be talking about the rules of the ultra successful today. But before we get started, let me catch you up on what's been going on. Remember in the last episode, I mentioned we bought a farm. Still got all these amazing podcast things going on, digital brands being built going on, a, a new course being built, just a whole plethora of things. And I dove into the farms. So we bought a little 40-year farm, as I mentioned. And for those of you watching this on the uh, YouTube video, you'll be seeing a little picture of my current home. And then I'll be showing you a picture of the farm that we're moving to. So I want to take you on this journey. because, And here's the reason why I want to do this. This is not me tooting my horn or, or, or saying, hey, look how amazing I'm doing. Let me give you a little backstory here. So my other podcast, Your Success DNA, I started it way back in 2007. I think it was 2007 or 2009. And it's been going ever since, except for a period of time when I felt a bit like a poser. Because I was getting on the microphone and telling you, here's all the amazing ways you can use personal development to make your life awesome. Meanwhile, at one point in the journey of that podcast, I was going through a divorce, I was going through a bankruptcy, and my life was completely turned upside down, and I felt like a poser. So instead of getting on the microphone and being completely transparent with my listeners and opening up and sharing, I hung up my microphone as well as my headset. And then a few years ago, I picked it back up again because I got my life back together, and I regret not being transparent with my audience. And I may have lost a few folks as a result of that, and I don't blame them. So instead, I'm gonna be doing it what I think is right this time around and sharing bits and pieces of the story, right? And as folks ask me more questions, I'll probably answer those questions as well. And I'll share um, additional bits on the socials as things evolve. Because here's the thing, I think I do okay. 
we're able to keep the lights on around here. We have a, I'm going to say it's a really nice house that we're lucky enough to live in. We had a space downstairs that was all uh, kind of call it a, what do they call it? In-law suite uh, for my father-in-law and he passed away last year. And so this home is too big for us. And we had often had the dream and talked about it for many, many years uh, about buying a farm and, uh, you know, just growing our own food and even growing excess food to sell to others. So opening a farm store on site and bringing folks in and finding local dairy and local meat and provide a one-stop shop for our neighborhood and be a part of that vibrant neighborhood, that vibrant entrepreneurship that goes on amongst neighbors. Hey, I can do this for you. Can you do that for me? You know, like it used to be way back when, maybe when you were a youngster or maybe when your parents or your grandparents were a youngster or everyone kind of knew everyone. Sometimes they knew a little bit too much about their business, but certainly you knew someone that was a plumber and you knew someone that could paint your house. You knew someone that could fix your roof. You knew someone that could fix your car if you couldn't do it yourself. And then you had a service or an ability, a skill that you were able to bring to the neighborhood. I remember my grandfather was a, a bricklayer, right? He would, I guess you even say he was a bit of an architect as well, but he would build brick homes. That was his skill. And served him till the day he died. Well, okay, maybe a few years before the date, but you get my point, right? My father was a cook. He was a chef and he had that skill. Now he went on to do other things after he retired from the service beyond just, you know, cooking food, but he had that skill and he offered that skill in a number of ways to the community. I remember you, you used to be able to go down to uh, American Legion in Norwalk, California, when I was a youngster, way, up, way past I was young, I was in the 20s and my 30s. And every Sunday morning, you could get steak and eggs and all the fixings and waffles and pancakes and any number of other things, all made by Big Al, my father. And he was the only one in the kitchen cooking for 50, 60, 70 people that would be coming through for the few hours that they were open on Sunday morning breakfast. And he wanted to be the only person cooking. He loved it. It's what he loved to do. And he cooked good food and people came in and they enjoyed it. So we want to rebuild that type of environment for our family, right? And for us, it's going to be a food force. We're going to grow food and, and having trees and fruit and vegetables and maybe some dairy and just live off the land and share that abundance with others and Take the abundance that others want to share and help them share it with even more folks. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. So as that journey progresses, we want to share it a little bit with you. But in the meantime, I saw something earlier this week and it prompted what you're about to hear. I heard someone talking about the rules shared by a billionaire. And I went through them and of course, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not even a millionaire, but... I know these rules and I've chatted with folks who have earned far more money than I. And I want to share with you the rules of the ultra successful. Call them millionaires, call them billionaires. Some folks are successful without having the money as the trope that comes with that. They're not setting that as their benchmark. They're setting their impact as their benchmark. And these rules apply to all of them. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine stepping into a world where your background does not dictate your future. Because today we're gonna dive deep into a journey that began 
with nothing but a dream and this relentless belief that wealth, my friend, is not inherited, it's created. Whatever you want to call wealth. And our story starts not with a silver spoon in your mouth, but instead a golden mindset, a testament to the power of transforming vision into reality. At one point, a couple of years ago, we had a vision of us on a farm and we're starting to turn it into a reality. If you don't come from a rich family, my friends, a rich family must come from you. This mantra has shifted the destiny of many individuals from the ordinary to the extraordinary. It's the thought that the foundation of wealth begins not where your bank account is. I don't care how many zeros are in your bank account, if it's just one. The foundation of wealth doesn't start where your bank account is. It starts where your mind is, how you think, how you think about money, how you perceive success, and how you navigate the path from where you are to the prosperity you want. All of those things, those are pivotal in reaching your success. So today's tale that we're going to go upon, I don't want it to just be inspirational. I want it to be a blueprint. Remember we talked about the blueprint, the the Side Hustlers blueprint I'm going to be coming out with, that private podcast? Yeah, I want this to be a teaser for that. I want this to be a blueprint for what you're going to do, a blueprint that proves that no matter where you start, the potential for success lies within you. It does. The seeds of greatness are there. So let's embark on this voyage. Let's cover the pillars that construct a foundation of wealth that comes from things beyond the the confines of just your circumstance. Whatever your circumstance may be, you may come from great circumstances. You may come from lowly circumstances. You may come from circumstances that you don't even realize are holding you back, okay? Because after all, if you do not come from a rich family, as I mentioned before, then a rich family needs to come from you. So let's talk about rule number one, the power of focus in relationships. And I'm mentioning this one first because I believe it's almost the most important. And as we journey from the foundations of wealth, I want to shift our focus to the cornerstone that I think too many people overlook. And that is the power of relationships. Picture this. I say that a lot, don't I? But do it anyway. In the sea of distractions, all the guys, stop focusing on all the girls. Stop focusing on all the fish in the sea, right? Because in a sea of distractions, there is but one person, one partnership that is going to stand out as your beacon, guiding you towards your dreams, desires, whatever they may be, okay? Forget all the distractions that are out there and focus on the one who builds with you. It's a profound truth. I'm telling you, this one, this one is that important. That's why I mentioned it first. I didn't save it for the last and say, the last one is the most important. It's a profound truth that behind every single successful individual is a partnership that amplified their strengths and a synergy that multiplies their potential, right? Think about any great man or woman had someone out there amplifying their strengths and that synergy between them two multiplied both their potentials. Yeah, see, the real power of the focus in relationships is not only in the right relationships, but I want you to remember that 
the right relationships are not just a part of your journey, but they really are a key ingredient in the recipe for your success. For me, this rule hits a bit deeper, which is probably why I mentioned it first and I'm being so adamant about it. And I say that you, my friends, especially I'm going to talk to you guys, maybe ladies too, right? Focus on that one special person. For me, it's one woman. Why do I say focus on that one person? Because she, in my case, she or he is going to help you achieve everything. I decided to focus on one woman and she has helped me achieve everything. I'm lucky enough to have found that one woman about a decade ago. And let me tell you, I am the far better man for having her in my life. That's how important I think it is. All right, let's move on. I, I kicked that one around quite a bit. Rule number two, dealing with criticism. <laughs> yeah. Here's a little twist in our tale, criticism. It, my friends, is a shadow that follows every light of success. But here's a thought to turn the tables. You, my friends, will never be dragged down by someone who is climbing higher with you or alongside you, or even if they're climbing higher via another path. Criticism, more often than not, comes from those who are just watching on the sidelines. The criticizers, they're not the ones that are running the race with you, even if they're competing with you, they're criticizing you. No, they're the ones that are like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it like he does it because they're like, oh, wow, he's awesome. And then you're looking over there going, oh, wow, she's awesome. So let's transform the echoes of doubt into a chorus of triumphs. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's unveil the art of using criticism as fuel. Yeah, let's use it to propel us forward, not some anchor to drag us down and almost drown us out. Learn to tune out the noise, huh? Right? Let's tune out the noise and tune in our inner drive. Because after all, you will never be criticized, as I mentioned before, by someone that's doing more than you. Maybe they're not doing the same as you, but you will never be criticized by someone that's doing more than you. Because it's only those that are doing less, they're going to throw shade on you. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's another story, my friend, isn't it? Rule number three, the thin line between winning and losing. Look, here's the thing. In a realm where winning and losing kind of blurs into one sometimes. Did I win? Did I lose? Right? Persistence, my friends, emerges as a defining factor. You can call it that defining line. Across this line, if I go on the other side of this line, I've won. If I'm on this side of the line, I've lost. Yeah? See, here's the thing. A winner is just a loser who tried one more time. A winner is a loser that just stepped across that line of persistence one more time. This powerful statement illuminates the very essence of perseverance. Imagine the rhythmic cadence of footsteps just marching two, 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 one by one by one. My friends, it's a testament to resilience and getting you one step closer to victory. You need to dive into the heart of persistence where every setback is nothing more than a setup for a comeback. There's no Failure, there's feedback, and the true victor is birthed through at that steadfast determination. Look, my friends, here's all you gotta do. You gotta dare to explore that thin yet significant line of persistence that separates the winners from everybody else. Because a winner, like I said before, is just a loser that tried one more time. 
All right. Rule number four, privacy and progress. Okay. In our journey towards success, there's a pivotal yet often overlooked strategy. And that, my friends, is the art of privacy in progress. In a world obsessed with oversharing, ah, this is what I ate. This is what I'm wearing. These are the new shoes I have. Oh, look at my home. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, look at my car. I'm driving a... Who cares? In the world obsessed with oversharing, the wise keep their victories quiet. Silence in your success. Let your progress make all the noise that you will ever need to make. This mantra invites us to reconsider the power of moving in silence, to allow our achievements to speak for us. Let our achievements be the bullhorn through their impact, not through their broadcasts. So take a moment and look inside yourself. Delve deep into to that, I'll call it a strategic advantage of privacy, because you can explore how keeping a low profile on social media can not only shield you in your journey from premature scrutiny from the haters and people are going to hate, but it can also amplify the magnitude of that eventual reveal that you do. They'll be going, holy shit, I didn't even know you were doing that, right? Now, you may be saying, well, Tracy, you just got finished telling me about this great farming thing you're going to be doing. But everything that was coming up to that, you knew nothing about. You knew you had no idea I was even looking for a farm, right? And you have no idea where it's at, where it's going to be. So there's, it's a fine line, right? I'm not going to be blowing it up all over the place. I'm going to be sharing these little tidbits, right? With scrutiny, okay? And then the ultimate reveal. Yeah, you see some of that? Then the magnitude. It's going to be the actions that are really going to be doing the speaking. I'm just going to come up here and share the actions and their results. You with me? Okay. Rule number five, the disrespect of begging. Oh, man. Hang with me for a second. Here's the thing. In our tale of success, we confront a subtle yet profound pitfall. The act of begging. Always asking. Give me this. Can I have more? Please do this. For me. Please do it. Look, here's the thing. Begging isn't just asking for more. It's telling those that already believe in you that their faith in you has been misplaced. You feel me? Hold on. Let that sink in for a second. It's not you just asking for something. It's you projecting the fact that, well, wait a minute. I already believed he could do this. Why is he coming and asking me for that? Is my faith misplaced? You feel me? This poignant insight sheds a little bit of light on the deeper implications of begging. It reveals not only how it erodes your self-esteem, whether you realize it or not, but it also undermines the confidence that others have placed in you. Hmm? Think about it. Okay. You see, my friends, there's a real dignity in self-reliance. Look, I'm not, don't get me wrong. If you need help, ask for help. But if it's something you can do yourself, even if you have to put a little elbow grease into it, a little blood, sweat, and little tears into it, good. That's self-resilience. And there's a real dignity in self-resilience and a strength found in trust and mutual respect. So guiding yourself away from the disrespect of begging and lean in towards the empowerment of self-sufficiency. If you can do it yourself, damn well do it. Okay? And then... When you become super good at it and you say, you realize, oh my God, I'm even better at this over here. Well, then you pay someone else to do that. Okay, you with me? 
but you're still not begging. You're giving, right? Okay, rule number six, the transformation that you can get in six months. Whoa, wait a minute. Don't go anywhere. Six months of unwavering focus can turn your life completely around. The question is, can you do it? Oh, wait a minute. Will you do it? Yeah. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine standing at a crossroads of today and six months from now. On one path, you see yourself as you are today, almost like you were looking directly in a mirror and seeing your reflection. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. On the other path, there's a version of you that has not only achieved their goals, but it has evolved into the person that deserves the success that you're looking for. This future self has faced challenges head on. This future self has turned each obstacle into a stepping stone. This future self has adapted to change like water shapes rock, like water shapes itself as it gets poured into a cup or into a teapot, slowly but irresistibly. Every day, every little action, they've painted their masterpiece with choices and habits and unwavering dedication. This, my friends, is more than achievement. It's literally the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. It's a metamorphosis of spirit and purpose and a testament to the art of transformation that lies right inside your grasp. But here's the question. Will you do it? I know you can, but will you? You see, we're not just tracking progress. We're literally celebrating the journey of becoming. So many times you've heard people say it. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about who you become to deserve that destination. It's a reminder that the path of achieving our dreams is paved with lessons learned, with obstacles overcome, and with the small victories that each and every single day bring. This, my friends, is the very essence of a transformational change that you could have in six months. It's a testament to the power of focus, to the power of consistency, and to the indomitable human spirit that rests right inside. Okay, now, you charged up. Man, I, I love doing this. I, I, I just start talking about this. I just, I can feel everything pumping through me. And I usually, by the time I'm done recording this, I'm, I go do something. But let me finish this episode before I go do that. And next comes my favorite segment of the podcast, the Whiskered Wisdom segment. And, and in our Whiskered Wisdom for today, I want to touch on a profound truth. People will get really mad at you when you don't let them use you. What? Yeah, think about it. People will get very, very angry with you if you don't let them use you. This insight is just not about setting boundaries. It's about recognizing your value. When you assert your worth and refuse to be taken for granted, you, my friends, are going to be challenging the status quo. The status quo of your spouse, the status quo of your superior, if you have one, of your boss, right? Of your siblings, of your neighbors, of the very fabric of all the relationships you have. Think about it. Have there been folks inside your life they have taken advantage of your generosity. Ooh, this, yeah, yeah. It's going to ruffle a little feathers. I get it. Been there, done that. 
but it also weeds out those who don't respect your worth. Yeah, I want you to embrace this whiskered wisdom as a filter, leaving you room for relationships and opportunities that truly value what you bring to the table. Now, we can scratch a little deeper into the complex dynamics of personal boundaries and self-worth when you, but here's the real thing I want you to walk away with. When you stand firm on not getting used, it often reveals the true colors of those around you. This principle is about more than you just saying no. It's about understanding your intrinsic value and refusing to compromise it for the comfort or the gain of others. Heck, compromising it for the comfort and the gain of yourself. Don't give up your self-worth, period. Such a stance can lead to pushback from those accustomed to benefiting, as I mentioned earlier, from your generosity or your compliance. If you've been one of those people pleasers, giving, giving, oh, sure, go ahead and take it. Oh, sure, I can, I can help you out. Oh, no, 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 don't bother paying me for it. Eh. You have a worth, you have a value. You need to be compensated for that, whether it's monetarily or in barter, whatever it is. But here's the thing. When you start to weed out those folks by standing on your principles, by standing and holding true to your personal boundaries because you know your self-worth, it weeds out those folks and it paves the way for healthier and more respectful relationships. I learned this the hard way. That lady I met a decade ago, she helped reinforce this with me. I had let folks into my life that were just weeds, taking up all the nutrients and I couldn't grow as the beautiful flower. Yeah, I had to push out those weeds. Embracing this wisdom means choosing self-respect over appeasement. It means moving towards genuine connections and away from exploitative interactions. Hmm? You feel me? All right. Now, we start to wrap things up here. Let's reflect a little bit on the journey we just embarked upon, okay? We went from the profound realization that wealth is going to start up here in your mind. It is your going to begin with your mindset. Then we moved along to the undeniable power of resilience and focus. Each lesson that I shared with you, each one of these rules is a call to rise above the ordinary. I know you want to rise above it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this kind of a podcast, okay? And I know you can do it. We've explored the importance of nurturing meaningful relationships, using criticism as fuel, and the wisdom of maintaining privacy in our success, or at least on our journey towards it. So remember, the essence of today's wisdom is not merely to inspire you to catalyze some profound transformation in your life. I really want each insight to be a step towards the greatness that I know is within you. And really, you could really say it's the greatness you are destined for. Now, okay, now that we've journeyed through the ultra successful's blueprint for success and the rules therein, it's your turn to let me know what you think of these insights, how they will shape your path, or if you're already using them, how they have shaped your path. What resonated with you? What do you, are you just going, Tracy, you're flipping crazy. Let me know. I'm really interested. Let's have a two-way dialogue. I know this is a podcast and it's going towards you, but I'm really interested in your feedback. How will you apply these rules to your life 
and your ambitions and your goals and your relationships. So go out there, dive into the community, share your thoughts, and let's learn from each other's experience. Head over to the website. Link will be down in the show notes. Just give a little click. When you get there, you'll see a little microphone. Click that microphone. Leave us a voicemail. Or if you're watching in any one of the other platforms, just go on there down into the comments. Share your stories, your questions, your insights, your ideas for future episodes. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Plus, stay tuned for the upcoming private podcast series, The Side Hustler's Blueprints. Yeah, we're going to expand on this. This is going to be a treasure trove for anyone ready to elevate their entrepreneurial game. Your next steps towards greatness await. So subscribe now and let's grow together. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Hey, my Dark Horse Entrepreneur parents. Thanks for tuning in. If this episode struck a chord, share it with a fellow parent hustler. Let's grow our tribe that thrives, not just survives. For more insights and a community that totally gets it, join our Facebook group at www.darkhorseschooling.com backslash tribe. Think successfully and take action.